0: Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest's nice adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Stary, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc., this podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Trace Atkins.
1: People get passionate about a song. It's been my
0: experience. If you put out Radio Candy, something commercial, it doesn't sell records. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterey Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, episode 75. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you this week on a beautiful evening here in St. Paul, Minnesota, my folks' dog Bowser is co-hosting with Copper, Coco, and I this week while my family enjoys spring break at the Mall of America. I usually put on about 20 pounds this week from eating out so much, but I absolutely love having my family in town. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up... Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. I did a massive Guess That One Hit Wonder Tour from the 1970s for new fans, Chris and the crew. Doesn't everyone know that Albert Hammond sang It Never Rains in Southern California? Thursday, Brian K. Johnson and myself were supposed to play at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, but started setting up and realized that it was the Minnesota Gophers basketball NCAA tournament game, so the show was canceled. No worries, though. They always take great care of us. Friday, we rocked out for St. Patrick's Day at Star's Bar in North Hudson, Wisconsin. The place has changed considerably for the better since I used to hang out there with my old friends, Chris, Huff, and Travich. Thanks to all our Hudson area friends for rocking out with us. And there was even a guest appearance by Jambo Joe Bones, who was the inspiration for my original song, Ta-Ta Tequila. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed out at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota. Great to have representatives of the ChristianMingle.com range Wisconsin chapter, $17 Beer Brian, and Macklemore Corey. While attempting to collect signatures, essentially ran the clientele out of the bar. Just kidding.
2: Upcoming shows.
0: Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Friday, March 24th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Saturday, March 25th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and I will be rambling on down to Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin to rock out at the fill-in station's 37th anniversary party from 7 to 10 (laughs) p.m. Is part three of three with guitarist for the popular Minnesota Pop Dance Band, Good for Gary, and also the acoustic trio SOB's Jesse Todeshek. We discuss ACDC line dancing, Brett Michaels shenanigans, getting fired from gigs, etc. Enjoy the conversation. <laughs> Mr. Jesse Todashek. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. We decided to do a part three. We weren't going to do a part three, but but then Jesse also became a sieve of stories. <laughs> and so we decided to cut a quick part three here. So thank you, Jesse, for sticking around. We're still here at Lucky 13 in Bloomington. Again, Jesse's the lead guitar player and the guitar player for Good for Gary and the SOBs. And uh, Jesse just broke something to me. Big
1: gig yesterday. You played at a nursing home. <laughs> it was on Valentine's Day, actually. <laughs> Yeah, so... That's worth cutting a part three over, for sure. <laughs> right. No, I got a call that the nursing home wanted some entertainment during their lunch hour. So, I didn't know if I had time, because i was been so busy the last couple of weeks. My wife's starting up her own law firm in me right now, so I'm like... Really? Yeah. So, I've been trying to get the office together for her, and plus just gigging and teaching all the time. So, anyways, I got... um I got a call to do this nursing home, and I was like, "Oh, I have—I don't know what I'm gonna play, you know." <laughs> so I learned like some Dean Martin, and which Dean Martin? Uh, when you're smiling.
2: When you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles. With you. When you're laughing
1: Really? Yeah I like Bolare. That's when I want to learn
2: Volare oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so I learned A bunch of those tunes Some Elvis Stuff like that And did Love Me Tender and I did Nice uh, Can't help But love you And stuff like that So that was a little wow. different For me To learn some stuff like that But yeah. it was fun I mean, You Are My Sunshine went over, like, awesome. You know, they 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 sang a lot of that. That's a
0: good song, man. So it was fun, and they liked it. That's awesome, man. So this set, this uh, third episode we're talking about, so I didn't know anything about this band
1: that you played in before. What was it called again? The Eagle River Band. The Eagle River Band. Yep. And that band started at, and probably, that was like my first real band. So we... It was just a straight-up country band in the beginning, and then by the end of it, seven years later, we were doing all kinds of different stuff. Doctor Dre, Dr. no, no, no. <laughs> like Metallica and stuff for sure. Really? Oh, yeah. What Metallica songs? Oh, just a standard one, like you know, Enter Sandman. Yeah, or something? just that stuff. You know, we were doing some pop stuff too, like uh, uh, like Fall Out Boy. <laughs> We had we had a Wednesday House gig at Renegades back in the day. And, cool. Yeah, and that's the band you used to tour with, right? Yeah, and we did like 14 states. Really? Yeah.
0: Um. So, what's some of the highlights playing in that band as far as touring or
1: opening dates or whatever? Uh, we did we did some festivals down in Iowa. It was in Bluffton, Iowa, every year. We opened for for um, let's see. Doug Stone and Joe Diffie and Trick Pony and Wow Brett Michaels. Do you Have any like Joe Diffie? Oh, the <laughs> Doug Stone one was the best because he got just hammered. Joe Diffie did, yeah, because it, it was it's basically like an Apple River down there, and he went out on the river beforehand and just got plowed. What the
0: fuck? I know it was hilarious. What's Joe Diffie's big numbers? I forget his big gimmick. Uh, um, third they're, they're rock from Sean, yeah, I think that was one of them, right? My favorite one by him is uh, Night to Remember. He's a good singer, he's a yeah, damn good singer. Right.
1: Did you guys go partying with them afterwards? Or no, no, but I remember he was playing on stage, and I brought a beer out to him. <laughs> I had to, you know. You bearded up. up Joe Diffie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we did, we opened for Phil Vassar down at the Mankato Civic Center. And the i <laughs> got Nate's it. probably gonna kill me when I say this, but he had this like <laughs> filled in <laughs> Phil was ripped he ripped out our lead singer Because <laughs> he had he just bought this like he used to wear like the um the Garth Brooks shirts you know the lightning shirts and shit like that back then, yeah. <laughs> but he bought this one that had like flames all over it, and Phil Master says. Hey, where'd you get that shirt? Or no, he said, hey, nice shirt. Do they make it men's? <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I've seen Phil a few times. That dude is intense. Was he uh oh. was he drinking that day or no? I don't think so, but his he, he was walking around before before he played and just like pumped, like, man, I'm gonna get this. Just you know.
0: He was, he's a good songwriter, man. He's yeah. hits for Jody Messina really good, but I saw him and he'd been drinking that day. <laughs> oh, really? We had some friends that opened for him, whatever, and they're, like, going to pass him a shot, and the manager's like, no, no, no. <laughs> he, he got a shot, and a few minutes later, he's playing the song Jump, and he's spinning on the piano and right. and doing all jumping jump all over the place. He was and, good. He was
1: good live, you know. Yeah, he's a really good piano player and singer or whatever. And, yeah. And uh, so where was that at? That one was at the Mankato Civic Center, I think. All right. Yeah. And who else said... Uh, What was the other ones you said you'd open for? Um, Gary Allen was one. Yeah, that's a cool one. So that was at the Surf Ballroom down in Iowa. Surf Ballroom. So here's the greatest story about that. We get, we, well, first of all, Surf, I that was the first show I ever opened for anybody, you know? Wow. And so, and this is probably five months after the band started. So we get a call, we're like, hell yeah, we're going to do that. We go down there, and, oh well, it might have been a couple years after we started, because we had the bus. Anyways, the bus is where it's all going to come together. <laughs> We we start, and it was my first gig playing for any a crowd like that. And I start, and they kick the lights on, and I look over, and his two guitar players are sitting there cross arms staring at me. I'm like, holy shit, you know. I, was, I hate I was, when they do that. I was like 22, and I literally had my amp and a, a chord going into the amp, and that was that, no pedals, <laughs> nothing, just play, you know. So we get done and watched their show, and our tour bus, we had that old 63 pile of crap, he wanted a um, Gary Allen got, came out, was getting on his bus and he's like, oh, I gotta see the inside of your bus so he comes over, gets on the bus, and our buddy Shane was down there at the time, and he's, he grabs his acoustic and starts singing one of, his, one of Gary's songs, and he's like that's not how it goes, grabs his guitar and sang us like three tunes on the bus after his show.
0: No shit
1: and then after that we, um, we all went out to The crash site And walked out in the field and saw And saw the where With Gary Allen? Yeah I, I can't remember if Gary came I know some of his band guys did I can't remember if Gary came out there or not Wow that So that was cool um, I think the crash site's in Mason City Isn't it? The next city it was, over yep, So we had to drive up and drive down this Road and then follow the fence line Way out in this field and there's all kinds of Memorabilia out there and yeah, I, uh, a number of years ago now You know Dan Neal, don't you? I, I've never met him You've
0: Really? My own no. guitar player? He plays whatever So he played the 50th anniversary of Buddy Holly's passing or whatever And So he was uh, on stage there with a bunch of the guys from uh, It's like Graham Nash and And oh, cool. uh, Kenny Arnoff, the drummer awesome. guy uh, Chuck Lavelle And uh, the big bopper's like son And Richie right. is, like nephew or something That's cool and uh, so i got my i got smartened up on buddy holly and the whole right how all that went down down there for that and yeah. what a crazy story people i guess i've seen openers down there too and i guess that people are really superstitious about playing there Oh, really? From, yeah. like, Texas and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. And I saw Cross Canadian Reggae play there, and they wouldn't meet anybody before the show because their amps had all of a sudden start, not started working.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: or started not working, It's a whatever. cool
1: room, though, you know. Ran into them a couple years later. And and they their, remember you? Yeah, and their band came up, and, they like, we were playing, you know, casino tours and they were playing the big room, and we were in the bar area, and the band came up and sat in and jammed oh, with us. Oh, that's awesome, and, dude. Yeah.
0: You hate that, though. You know when a good, the main band comes and sits right in front of you. Yeah. Scowling at <laughs> you, because no other musician thinks any of the musicians any good. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it was <laughs> funny. I was down at the surf ballroom and stayed at that... That uh, the it's like the Bates Motel, like, directly across the street. Okay. It was just like Norman Bates. I mean, there was like... Like it wasn't like a, like I'm from Wisconsin. So like a stuffed deer head doesn't bother me at all, or a,
2: <laughs>
1: right.
0: or a bear. But this is like the weird shit, like on a, the movie Psycho, you know, like. <laughs> right. Like a rabbit with like a human arm or something. Yeah. Like that, singing off the, Creepy as hell. <laughs> but that's one of those towns that's a lot of fun. So I suppose you better get to the big one. How's how's Brett Michaels doing?
1: That well, I forgot we opened for him twice. I was texting the boys last night. <laughs> and I said, who the hell did we open for? Because it's been so long. And yeah, we opened for Brett Michaels at Eagle River did at Pav's. And then the second time the SOBs opened for Brett Michaels. That is awesome. So he was supposed to be doing an acoustic show, but we get we got we played before him, and we walk in and they got full Marshall stacks on that tiny stage. And I was like, what the hell? I, sp- I thought at they were Pops? at No, this is at this is at Renegades. At Pavs they did the full rock show and that was with Eagle River, but the second time was with the SOBs and it was they were supposed to do an acoustic set. Well, nope, they brought in the full Marshall stacks. And Dave Burkhardt was spilling in with me that night. Oh, God. I never told you. you <laughs> so, you know. Dave Burkhardt, for people who don't know,
0: is a fellow uh, musician around the Twin Cities, plays in uh, vintage drags and the big acoustic guy, one of our definite friends from way back, and yeah. he'll be on the show. Hopefully, he doesn't get mad at me sometime. for telling
1: the story. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Maybe, he will I don't know. Go ahead. It's- so... He played his whole rock show. He was done at, like, 11. So we played after him also. And so we get back on stage and start playing, and Burkhart sees the guitar player hanging out, walking around in the crowd. He's like, hey, you, get your ass up here and play. So he comes up, and I'm in the middle. Dave's to one side, and his guitar player's over here. So I don't remember what we were playing, but Dave's like, I've been waiting for this all night. Let's let's go. So they started cutting heads, and Dave just... Burned his ass down like a third round. It was so awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> and we got off stage. Dave is slick. There's no way around that. And we got off stage, and the guy goes, Oh, I didn't think I'd get showed up by a local. <laughs> 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 oh, it was so funny. So they're just jamming back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Dave, the guy was doing pretty good, but you could, you know, there's some guys that. Totally rock and electric, but then you get an acoustic guitar in there. Ech. Yeah, and he—I think he was one of those dudes. But oh yeah, Burkhart, slicker, in hell, man. and helmet. Burkhart just wow. turned off. That was hilarious. How I'll many 8 bombs in? Was he there? Oh a few. <laughs> I think all of us probably were at that time.
0: <laughs> Did you uh, get to meet Brett at all?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I th- I, the funniest thing about him, I thought, was he always like puckers his lip up, lips up, like this weird. Like every photo, I was walking around the bar. I thought it was so what? funny. Yeah, he does this like like, mm, like this like duck, we almost like a duck that face. photos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So, like the Zoolander kind of thing, Blue Steel, or like <laughs> like what is like? A, like yeah, look kiss. at every picture of him. His mouth is always the same, always like kiss, like a yes. And look at look at any of his pictures. It's so weird. I bet you Burkhardt can't I do that. Yeah,
0: right. No. Yeah. I didn't know you had this this run before. Good for Gary. Yeah. I I knew you played with
1: somebody, but I didn't know you did all the big touring stuff. Yeah, that was that was it. I mean, we did the country circuit and played out a lot of festivals and stuff, and just on the road though a lot. Yeah.
0: I don't miss that.
1: Do you miss that? I don't that either. No. I mean, that's kind of why towards the end of that band, I was like, I gotta, would rather stick around. That's when I started teaching lessons and. Yeah. Just to make the extra money and whatnot, and
0: but it's good to have those stories. I oh think, when yeah, you're
1: young in that in your career, going out and opening for everybody and yeah. the, the, you know whatever, and, and it was fun. Like you we know, had some of them crowds are like five thousand people, and Jeez. that's probably the biggest we did, like something like that. What goes through your mind plan crowds that big? Uh, I don't know. The first one was nerve wracking as hell, but after that they got pretty easy, you know.
0: We used to do the openers. I remember I had this one. We opened for uh, Jody Messina. Oh yeah, she's the one that had the hits with Phil's some faster songs, like the Bye Bye and right, whatever the other one was. I remember it was a big crowd there. I forgot where it was too, but, but uh, man, I could not remember lyrics to save my life. I was <laughs> hanging on for dear life. Right. And the promoter guy says, "You can't." I walked. I'd walking on stage in the Miller light, and he goes, "You can't have any beer on stage." we're like, "Oh, I need the beer on stage." <laughs> now I don't. I hardly ever drink on stage. But like this is back in the heyday. But, right.
1: But uh, yeah, we had Tanya Tucker one time. She another casino gig where she was playing the big room she made us move our bus because it was so ugly <laughs> really she's like I don't want to look at that thing make, make it move it
0: <laughs> God for the fans think it's her bus <laughs> yeah right did you have everything
1: painted on the side of the bus no it was just this old you know it had like the brown like the silver bottom and the brown stripe down the middle just a pile you know but and we had so many troubles with that thing you know we On one of those six-week tours, we were um, playing in Wyoming. Furnace goes out. We're sleeping in the bus, you know, so we leave from there, get down to Grand Junction, Colorado, and we get down there, and then we find out we were double booked, and we didn't even have a gig. Oh. So we take off from there, and the clutch goes out, and then we're, 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 like, in a McDonald's parking lot, and the... We're sleeping there, like out in the parking lot, and we set off the carbon monoxide detector in McDonald's, so the cops woke us up <laughs> and said, shut your bus off. So we shut the bus off, and then we couldn't get it going, so we got towed, and then we got, we got to the other side of Denver, and then the windshield wiper stopped working, and it was slushy out, and then the, then the clutch totally went, and we were, we were stuck. So in the
0: mountains on that side of Denver? On the other
1: side of Denver, yeah, so on this side of Denver. And then, so we had a, somebody put, we towed it down the road, and they put a new train, or a new clutch in it. Well, then they called us in the morning, we picked up a show, coming back to Gary, Indiana, or Gary, uh, Nebraska, or something like that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah. They, they put the clutch in backwards. So, they had to rip it out again, slammed it in there, and then we were supposed to get to the gig like, you know, normal time, but we weren't getting there till we started. So we got rolled into the gig and luckily that bar owner was really cool and it had snowed that day and all the line dancers had left and he gave us a bunch of food. We played for like an hour and he comes up, he's like, shut her down. We're like, what? He's like, I got another bar in town. We're shutting this place down. We're going up there to party. <laughs> Which is the greatest ending to that shit tour, you know? (laughs) And so he bought us drinks the rest of the night.
2: Oh, uh, man, that's a
1: great story. That was good. So, but I don't miss those days. No, I don't. Because you're at each other's throats by week five, you know? Yeah. Nowhere to go. And you're... Five night stints at the same bar, you know? Oh, I know, and we're missing out on... Now
0: you look back on it with the you know those rose-colored glasses, but at the time you're watching the clock. It's like, how many more songs still break? And then like you're <laughs> waiting there all day long, and and sitting in the car for a bunch of stinky dudes. And whatever. Exactly. But it's, it's fun of the time. You do get those lifelong stories right. that you can
1: yeah. that you can
0: share. Whatever. Wow. Um, I guess any other ones or
1: no? Yeah, we got fired down in Florida. <laughs> What's that one? We got two of them. We got fired twice. Once we were in Florida, and they said we were supposed to be there for two weeks. And the same thing with that. The bus broke down down there. But we, we were like nine miles from the beach, and we were playing this place called Joyland. It was in Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> Huge monster country bar. And they said, you guys aren't playing enough line dancing stuff. So we learned boot scoot boogie. We learned like four of the main ones. We go up and play the dance floor would clear. And we'd get done, and on our set breaks, they'd play series remixes with floor and floor. Everybody would line dance. They said, you're not playing enough line dancing stuff, so they fired us the next week. <laughs> and then we drove home for 35 hours, and the clutch was out on that trip, too. So 35 hours straight in that damn bus. Hitting snowstorms and Illinois and stuff. Oh, it was a good time. <laughs> wow, and then we're even still alive. Then we went to Jacksonville, Wyoming, and another two-week stint. And the Monday, we decided that... Uh, We're going to sit down and do an acoustic show Well, the bar Manager guy was just uh, This military flat top Dickhead, you know Yeah. But he, he called the bar owner She came down and said, I've never had a band sit down Playing an acoustic show in my 30 years And Chewed our asses out And so We said nope, and we called around town The next day, and that one Basically quit, because we're like Forget it, you know so we found some gigs in town and took off. <laughs> Jeez. But well, that's so weird, you know? Why would you get fired from sitting down on an acoustic show?
0: <laughs> uh, that's insane. Now, is there any music of theirs I can get
1: a hold of? They, yep. Um, I don't know if he's got that on iTunes or not. But Our YouTube video you guys rocking out? I don't I don't even know if I can find uh, There might be some... I don't know, let's talk to Nate and see if he's got anything Okay, well for the show, I'd love to spin A a, a song your guys At the end of the podcast, that's cool Right Oh, and we did another record for another guy A band called October Road out of uh, They're out of Fargo But their first record was basically The Eagle River Band was a different singer So I could maybe send you some of that or something Yeah, that would work too October Road Yeah. Huh,
0: very cool jesse we skipped through another episode here right on. an impromptu episode where the the, the 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 bs the good time and stories all come out yeah uh, is there anything else you wanted to bring no, up that's, before you? That's,
1: that's that's good
0: so jesse <laughs> todeshek thanks for being the mark steering music podcast it was a ton of fun to catch uh, up man yeah man i uh, awesome. love talking the, the road stories man that's always a good time right and good to catch up and hear what y'all you're up to and things like that and uh uh thanks again for being the show yeah thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs also if you get a chance please go check out some live music somewhere it could be a great and worthwhile experience life is short go have some fun till next time
2: It might be time to let it go Losing my mind Lord, it happens all the time A lazy summer's night and hanging in the air Was a stench of everlasting sin She was in the bedroom loving someone other than the man That she would lovingly wed. Chewing her mind Maybe it was love's time TROLL